Hey guys, it's Dr. J. And Apostle Sherman. And we are so excited that you have tuned in for this week's message. We pray that it blesses you and helps to transform your life and the direction that God has for you. Enjoy the message. Hello, all nations, San Bernardino. Welcome to NY at Home. Hey, Apostle. Hey. You look great on this Sunday morning. You know, God's doing something really amazing in your life. Um, so we're going to go forward with the word. Listen to me. I'm super excited about what God's been doing during this season of our church. All summer long, Anwa on the Lawn was phenomenal. We saw so many miracles. We saw people's lives transformed. And uh, I'm grateful, so grateful for what, what God did during that time. Yeah. But because of the laws and how everything is set up at this point, uh, we're going to have to gather at home. But that's okay. We're going to do this and pivot temporarily until it lifts. And then we're coming right back to the house of God to worship together. But I believe that the same presence and anointing that's here right now is translating, transferring right there to your home. Do me a favor. Would you go ahead and press the supernatural button, the share button. Share this with someone. Invite them to come on. Let them know All Nations San Bernard dino is on today i want you to get your bibles we are going to romans the eighth chapter and the 16th verse romans chapter 8 and verse number 16 and the bible reads the spirit himself bears witness with our spirit that we are children of god and if children then heirs heirs of god and joint heirs with christ if indeed we suffer with him that we may also be glorified together I want to minister a message today. We want to minister a message today entitled The Air Life, H-E-I-R, The Air Life. Thank you, sir. We are so excited about bringing this word to you and continuing in this amazing series called 12 Years a Slave. All about breaking the victim mentality, getting rid of the bondage that the enemy has wanted to place on our souls and embracing the concept of being sons of God. I love our text for today because in our text, it makes it very clear that God has raised us up to not only be heirs as we are sons of God, but he's also raised us up to be joint heirs with Christ Jesus. Yeah, and I think so many times we have family members and no shade at all, but we have people who pass on from this life and they don't leave anything for the people who are still here. And so this concept of being an heir or receiving an inheritance, uh, sometimes we are far removed from it. But an heir is literally someone who is entitled to an inheritance. And this entitlement that we're talking about here is the entitlement to God's great inheritance. So no matter what your inheritance has been like in the natural, you have an established inheritance from God. And so it must be remembered that this inheritance is simply from grace and your positioning in the kingdom of God. But once an heir, once a inheritance is settled and once it is given and once it's been written and it's been appointed to you, then it belongs to you. And that cannot change. It yeah. is a legally binding agreement that it is a gift that belongs to you. And God's people are heirs. We are included um, in God's will, if you would. Uh, and it's a very common theme in the Bible. If we read over in Galatians 3 and 29, it also says, and if you are Christ, then you are Abraham's seed and heirs according to the promise. 
Titus 3 and 4 says, But when the kindness and the love of God our Savior toward man appeared, not by works of righteousness, which we have done, but according to his mercy, he saved us through the washing of regeneration and renewing of the Holy Spirit, whom he poured out on us abundantly through Jesus Christ our Savior, that having been justified by his grace, we should become heirs according to the hope of eternal life. And it's really important that we look at the pattern of heirs as it's laid out in the Bible because God is a God of family. He's a God of order. He is a God of righteousness. And part of this righteous order in God's family is understanding the concept of an inheritance. Because if you do not know about your inheritance and you haven't been informed about an inheritance, then you never lay hold of all the benefits of that inheritance. It's just sitting up somewhere for you. And so even in the Bible, we see that angels even have been sent forth to minister to those who are what? Heirs of salvation. Yeah, yeah. And uh, I don't know if how many people watching us today have ever experienced receiving an earthly inheritance. But this thing that God has given us to the sons of God, it goes far beyond anything that we would ever see on the earth. There are thousands of wealthy people who do it right. And I say doing it right because the Bible says that a good father yeah. Good father, it leaves an inheritance for his children. Absolutely. So we, we understand that concept. So when I say doing it right, it's not my opinion, but it is the way of the Bible. It's to do it right. It's to leave something behind. And, uh, and I always have to bring it to our natural understanding because so many of us have not ever seen inheritance. A lot of people, what they leave behind are bills, trouble. And so many of us have never even really grabbed a hold of or experienced a real inheritance. Mm-hmm. But what I love about the Bible is that it lets us know, lets us know that Christ makes it available to each and every one of us. Yeah. It doesn't compare at all. What God releases to our lives is so expansive, it's so large, we have an inheritance. A matter of fact, I want you to type into the comments right now at your home. I want you to type in the comments, we have an inheritance. We have an inheritance. Just type that in right now and make that confession that you know you do. Yeah. But here's the truth. There is no inheritance without sonship that's the prerequisite to receiving the inheritance in the lord is sonship we must be a child of the one who is given an inheritance we must be sons of god an inheritance is usually given only to immediate members of the family and there are exceptions of course but normally it's given to a son we've seen over and over and over that one of the most malicious of all satanic lies is that every child of adam is also a child of god i said that we assume that because someone was born of Adam that they are a child of God. You are only a child of God when you receive the spirit of adoption. Mm. You only receive the spirit of adoption through the power of salvation. Mm-hmm. If you have not accepted Jesus as your personal Lord and Savior, you are his creation, but it does not mean you're his son. Mm. And so we've got to grab a hold of that, that we have something special. And God is not giving this special thing to anybody who's just walking on the earth. A matter of fact, earlier in the text, the Bible says you got to suffer with Christ in order to receive this thing. There is something that I have gone through, I've been processed through, that gives me access to the inheritance that God has made available to me. It is not something that everybody gets just because they're born on the earth. You don't believe me? Well, you go and look at John chapter 8. 
Remember in John chapter 8, Jesus is talking and Jesus said, you are of your father, the devil. That's what it says. He gave clarity to it. He was talking to them about the lust of their father. He was talking to them about where their soul and the condition of their soul connected them to the enemy and that the enemy was their father because that was the one that was leading them and that's the covenant they were living in. But because of what Jesus has done for us and what he's done on the cross, we now have access to part of, we have a part of God's inheritance. And now anybody who's watching today who doesn't know Jesus as your personal Lord and Savior, you don't have to feel any kind of way all you have to do is create a moment where you give your life to christ and then immediately like that because of grace you have access to this inheritance that's in christ jesus yeah and we are talking about an inheritance that you are due if you're you are a son of god you have accepted salvation you're like i received the spirit of adoption i'm i'm here for all of this but you've got to realize that even as we saw with the brothers in the bible that there will be enemies that come against to try to steal your inheritance and it may not be a physical person but sometimes it's even a mindset that comes to make you you feel like you don't have a right to certain things yeah. but the inheritance that we have in Christ is not based in works and I think that's extremely important to remember because living in a religious society growing up with very religious views we may begin to think that somehow we can work and increase in Come our on. inheritance we can do something and even lose our inheritance yeah. but our inheritance does does not have a base in our personal morality. It is saying, if I am a son, I am constantly living in repentance. I'm constantly living in relation and communication with God, my father. I have an inheritance. It is a slave mentality to uh, expect that you would work your entire life and expect nothing in return. Wow. It is of the enemy to even believe that you can sow in the house of God and not expect anything in return. And so if we live this life where we don't expect anything, then we are living in this slave mindset of just working, 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 toiling, 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 and never getting anything in return. Now your inheritance is not based on works, but it is based on right positioning. You have never been called to be in the house of God, to be in the kingdom of God, to be in the family of God and not receive what you are due. You are not a stepchild. You are not outside of it. You have not done anything to disqualify you from the promises that God has for you. We can pray other people through. We push other people through and we believe the promises of God for them. But the promise of God is for you. It is for you. Stop praying other people through and not believing for yourself this idea that we would somehow dedicate our lives to christ and yet live under the lowest means is absolutely demonic you have not been called to poverty and it does not make you prideful if you desire to live a life of wealth to live a life of influence that's what you've been called to so you should feel prone to the finer things of life why because your daddy is a king You have not been called to be this impoverished people that have no influence. It, is, it says that, um, that uh, the poor man's wisdom is despised. Yes, ma'am. 
And so if we've been called to be carriers of wisdom, givers of wisdom, carriers of light, givers of light, well, then it sounds like to me we haven't been called to be poor. <laughs> Listen. You are an heir. That means that your name is resource. That means that your name Hallelujah. is provision. That means that your name is riches. Mm -hmm. That means that your name means great reserve. Why? Because you are an heir. My God. And it's not about what's in your hand today. Because sometimes we're like, you know, well, looking at me, I don't, I don't feel like an heir. I feel like my daddy left me and it leave me nothing. <laughs> because we're looking at what's in our hand today. But how many of you know that inheritance is set for an appointed time? Some people's inheritance that they get, it even requires that they uh, finish a degree True. or they get to a certain age before they actually lay hold of the manifestation of their inheritance. It's not that you don't have an inheritance because you feel like the resources that you have in front of you, it just is not the appointed time for the manifestations of that. And if hard times can come and make you feel like you don't have an inheritance, you won't continue to move forward as you listen to to the instructions of what the right positioning is that God wants you to be in so that you can receive, get this, not something you're working for, but get something that already is yours. When things do not go your way, that does not mean that you are being punished by God. Wow. You are being shaped by God. You are being made by God. You are being molded yes. by God. And the entire time he has something set aside for you and he wants you to be the best in individual to be able to steward that inheritance that he has a real heir knows that my time is coming yeah that's what a real heir knows a real heir knows that at some point grammy going to be with the lord yeah a real heir knows at some point gampy going to be with the lord whatever you call him whoever he is okay. he, that deed yeah. is going to come to pass why so as sons we don't question the inheritance that god has for us yeah you know you know what this reminds me of it reminds me of um, one of the most amazing shows that have just come out oh called Ghost. God. And uh, it's the second, um, <laughs> uh, it's like the sequel to Power. And uh, all of you folks that are hating, shut up. Um, but I, 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 I love the show. And in the show, Reek, the char young character that's <laughs> focused on the show, his dad passed and his dad left him inheritance. But in order for him to get that inheritance, he had to position himself. It was set for a set time. Yes, I'm preaching ghosts. It was set for bear, a bear set. For witness with your spirit, huh? in my spirit. Uh, that's what happens when you watch stuff there. It was set for a set time. He had to finish college in order to get it. Um, but it's so true just in life that God knows the right appointed time. And he knows how you need to be positioned yeah. in order to release it to you. Absolutely. I just wanted to share that because I love the show. It had nothing really. All right, moving on. So being an heir of God means that we are a part of not only an inheritance, but we also are joint heirs. Yeah. That's what Jesus said. He said, the, the word says rather that we are joint heirs with Christ and uh, we receive whatever he has access to. When we understand that under, the Greek word for joint heir there means co-receivers. Co-receivers. That means something's coming to me. Whatever Jesus has been ordained to receive, I'm ordained to receive. What an awesome thought that we have an inheritance together with Christ Jesus. That's powerful. That means I'm not just an earthly being. Mm -hmm. That means I'm not just somebody living on the earth, but Jesus has partnered with me and he's decided that I can share with what he had. The fact that Jesus said, I have an inheritance and I'm willing to share with you. 
I'm willing to share with you. And here's the great thing about it. As Jesus shares his inheritance with us, we get the full access of whatever he had full access to. It's not like an earthly thing. It's not like the earthly inheritance where somebody gets 80, somebody gets 20, somebody gets 60, somebody gets 50. It's not like that. Whatever it is, what it's like is that Jesus said, the full inheritance that I have, you become one that received the same full inheritance through the power of grace. That's yeah. good news because Jesus had access to much. Yeah. Hebrews chapter 1 verse 1 says this God who at various times and in various ways spoke in times past to the fathers by the prophets has in these days these last days spoken to us by his son whom he had appointed of all things heir of all things heir of all things through whom also he has made the worlds who being the brightness of his glory and the express image of his person and upholding all things by the word of his power that when he made had by himself well, let's back it up when he had by himself purged our sins sat down at the right hand of the father in majesty having become so much better than the angels and he has an inheritance obtained a more excellent excellent name than they jesus says listen i have all of this that is mine and i'm yeah. willing to give it to you you ought to understand you're so special and you're unique a matter of fact you have to grab a hold of that because one of the things that the enemy wants to do is to make you feel like you're normal he wants to make you feel like you're regular but you've got to grab a hold of that concept and i want you to matter of fact to type into the comments right now i'm special just type that in right now i am special i am special to god yeah and the thing and the the thing of inheritance yeah. and this whole sonship concept we've got to make sure that we press into it because the longer you see something as normal wow. then the more abnormal it seems to tap into the supernatural and the things of God yeah. when we even think about slavery yeah. there were people who at the time at the appointed time for slavery to end yeah. chose to stay in their current situation because it was more familiar Watch to them than to actually walk out into to freedom. Yes. I believe that the people of God are not really in bondage yeah. because they haven't had a way out. Ooh. Some of us have had a way out, but we have not taken the yeah. way out because our, our bondage is more familiar yeah. to us Come than on. our freedom. Yeah. So the inheritance is being offered to us. The inheritance is being handed to us. And we're like, it's so unfamiliar yeah. that we prefer to shrink back and act as if we don't have one. What exactly do we inherit wow. with Christ when we grab on to this inheritance? And really primarily what you inherit is the kingdom of God. Yeah. And that's weight and that's responsibility. And one thing I know about people, one thing I know about myself is that responsibility can be kind of scary. Yes, ma'am. Just the fact of being responsible for other people, for other souls, for a kingdom, uh, for pushing forth laws and rules and establishing things can be a weighty yeah. responsibility, which is why we have not been called to hold on to the inheritance just for ourselves. Right. And so what exactly do we inherit with Christ? We really primarily inherit the kingdom of God. Matthew 25 and 34 says, Then the king will say to those on his right hand, Come, you blessed of my father, inherit the kingdom prepared for you, 
from the foundation of the world. That is responsibility. Yeah. That is weight. That is a lot of pressure for an individual. But the thing about it is the more you are learned about your inheritance, the more ready you are to lay hold of your inheritance. Every new job I start, every new endeavor I start, there always comes this initial pit in my stomach where I'm like, can I actually do this? So I know I landed the job. I know I landed the position. Yeah. I know I landed whatever the situation is but can I fulfill all the weighty responsibilities and the answer is yes the more you work in that place of preparation to do well with your inheritance which is the kingdom of God you are going to kill what is coming after your inheritance and you will stand and really establish the kingdom of God further as you've been called to do it so part of the responsibility of your inheritance is that you know and study the kingdom of God. Now, he like, um, what is your little show, Ghost, with your little, your, your reek and your ghetto people? But I'm a more <laughs> classic person. What kind and, of classic? <laughs> so it's funny because when you talk about inheritance and sonship, it yeah. always reminds me of Lion King. Oh. When, uh, when the dad takes Simba out, he shows him everything that belongs to him. And then, you know, bless ups to Chadwick, even in Black Panther. What was that? What? Bless ups? I'm yeah, sorry. You don't Go know ahead. what a bless I know. up is? I'm sorry, please. Oh, man. See, bless your soul. Anyways, <laughs> but you look at these different stories where people have been given this power and authority, and there's a designated person who is supposed to take it. But when the undesignated person steps into the position, Ooh. then they do not have the value and the honor for yeah. even the very thing that they have laid a hold to. And so many of us, we've been sons and we've been heirs and we've received inheritance but what happens is we lay a hold of it and we squander the land and wow. we squander the resource and we don't have the wisdom and the forethought to actually do well with the inheritance you know what the difference is is between a son and a slave is that slaves wait for orders or they begin to think in their own way but sons make decrees come on there's a difference between somebody who is waiting yeah. for something to be told to them and sons establish sons go ahead sons say this is where the kingdom needs to be and we're going to back all the way up and so as we receive this inheritance and you are studied and you are learned then you begin to really increase the value yeah. of the inheritance so that as you pass on the kingdom you are passing it on better you're passing it wow. on in a way where you have done well yeah. you have stewarded well with the inheritance we think that being um, faithful or being told that we are doing well means that we barely made it into heaven. No, we have done well to steward the kingdom of God. Yeah. We have done well to steward what we have been given. It is about establishing uh, everything about the kingdom, which comes with power. power. The kingdom is about power. And so you have the power to establish everything that you have inherited. It, power is not for the elite. Power is not for just apostles. Power is not just 
just for profits, yeah. but you have the power. Why? Because you are a son. Power is for every single son, and you have a right to be led by the Holy Spirit. Yeah. You have a right to prophesy. Come you on. have a right to lay hands on the yes. sick and they recover. Yes. You have a right to have the power to gain wealth and resources. You have the right to dictate a future Come for on. your family. You have a right to change the culture. Yeah. You have a right to stand in position yes. of political resources yes. and political positions. You have a right. You are a son. You don't have to beg people for access Come in this on. world. Yes. You don't have to beg people for influence in this world. Why? Because you have a right. You don't even have to compromise your character. Wow. We have Christians who are compromising character because they don't realize that you are a son. You have a right to the stuff you're cheating for. Wow. Why would you cheat for something that you have a right to? You My got God. the papers. You don't have to break in the back You've door. You got the papers. We have the keys to the kingdom. Yes. Why? Because we said yes to sonship. Oh my, I love it. And one of the best parts of our inheritance is that we get his name. Yeah. When Jesus died and was raised from the dead, part of our inheritance is that we inherited the name that's above every name. Yeah. It's a part of what we have access to and that what we're able to use in our lives. Philippians chapter 2 and verse 9 says, Therefore God also has highly exalted him and given him a name that's above every name, that at the name of Jesus every knee should bow, and uh, of those in heaven and those on the earth and those under the earth. And the Bible says this, that every tongue should confess that Jesus Christ is Lord to the glory of God the Father. You've got his name. Now that's powerful because we get access now to not only have his name, but use his name. A part of our inheritance is not just the fact that we have his name, but that we can use his name. And when we stand and operate in our God-given call, we stand in the stead of Jesus. We are standing in his stead when we use his name. So whatever would respond to us or respond to Jesus, whatever, would respond to Jesus in a particular way, responds to us as we stand. The key is that you've got to use his name. You don't come in your own authority. You don't come in your own mindset. You come in the authority of Jesus Christ. Why? I am a joint heir. So everything in the earth, everything in heaven must respond to me as it will respond to Christ because we are standing. Whatever he has available, whatever he has access to, I've got access to. So I got a question for you today. How are you using his name? And are you walking in that authority that every space you go into, every realm that you move into that you understand that I have that power and that authority things must shift things must move and things must change not because of my name but because of the name of Jesus that I have inherited in my relationship with Christ we've got his name yeah. and when Jesus inherited his name listen to this when Jesus inherited his name he turned the right around and gave us the name we have the name. John chapter 16, verse 23 says this, and in the day you will ask me nothing. Most assuredly, I say to you, whatever you ask the Father in my name, yeah. he will give it to you. Whatever you ask the Father in my name, he will give it to you. You must understand that if it's a part of your goals, it's a part of the things that God has set up for your God-given vision and dream for your life, when you begin to move in that thing and you ask 
you're going to receive. I believe, and the Lord spoke to me very clearly, even, even, even uh, recently, Dr. Chiquette, about how important it is for people to begin to grab into the simplicity of the kingdom. That whatever you ask, you're going to receive. If it's according to his will and according to his plan, you're going to step into that. But you must have the faith that when I ask, it's going to come. When I seek, I'm going to find. When I knock, the door is about to be open. There is a fresh revelation that's coming upon the people of God of what we have access for. Because the Lord told me to tell you this. There hasn't been walls there. There's been walls that you created in your own mind. That the walls are not even real. There are things that you have played around in your own thought processes and thought was going to happen. There are scenarios that you have created in your own mind and God says the scenario isn't even real. When you show up and you use his name in faith believing that what you ask for, he's about to give it to you. There is something that's beginning to shift in your life and there is going to be manifestation that's hitting the people of God's life. That that manifestation is about to be transformed you are about to experience the transformation of the atmospheres around you even of of your family and things around you as you walk in the authority that God has given you you get his name Mm -hmm. the truth about an inheritance is this that inheritance has no value unless it is known and acted upon doesn't matter that you have an inheritance if you don't know about it Mm -hmm. doesn't matter if you have an inheritance if you don't act upon it. The first thing you got to do is you've got to press in to the knowledge. You talked about it earlier. The knowledge of the kingdom. The knowledge of what you have available in the kingdom of God. The knowledge of what you have available in the word of God. And not only should you have the knowledge of it, but the Bible says you must not only be a hearer, but you must be a doer. You've got to act upon what the Lord has made available to you. Make it a goal of yours to not just know, but in walk into. Walk into. Don't settle. I want to break today right now that spirit that tries to get you to settle i want to break right now that spirit that tries to get you to settle gets you to move into less gets you to move into something that god hasn't ordained for you but i want you to embrace what the lord has available for you i want you to type into the comments right now i refuse to settle do it right now i want you to type into the comments i refuse to settle i will not settle for anything else i receive what the lord has available for me and i'm stepping into the promises of God. A matter of fact, I feel an anointing that's present right now for you to be able to receive glory to God. The impartation today to be able to move in a new level of faith, to move in another level of decree, to move into another level of declaration. There's an anointing that's present right now that if you receive it by faith, you will stop settling and you're going to move into what Jesus has made available for you. You're going to move into what Christ has made available for you. This is your hour. Listen to me. And this is the time for you to embrace your inheritance. Uh, The devil is a liar and the truth is not in him. You will not fall. You will not falter and you will not live beneath your privilege. But you're going to walk inside of the access of what God has available for you. I want to pray for you. Father, I thank you now that you're moving for your children. Thank you now that you're shifting their lives. Thank you now, Lord, that you're opening their hearts to receive what you've made available to them. I thank you, Lord, this is their hour and this is their time. I think we've stepped into a Kairos moment. Hallelujah. We've stepped into a kingdom time, Lord. And Lord, you have caused for them to receive what is available for them. Thank you that there is no such thing as delay. There is no such thing as denial. But they're receiving all that you have available for
Wow, that was amazing. Agreed. We want you to stay connected with All Nations San Bernardino. Do not let the uplifting stop here. Join us on Facebook or Instagram for more amazing content. We want to connect with you. And guess what? If you're in town or even out of town, come visit us at All Nations San Bernardino all the way live.